Dinar Hiri is always grateful to moderate Medu's Improvisations on Growth podcast series, and more specifically during these challenging times, Medu's COVID-19 crisis log. Here we are facing another week of social distancing and stay-at-home orders. We can still rely on technology, and yet, you may have that feeling that there is a third cold entity in the room when talking online with family or co-workers. Have you started becoming aware of the small or bigger things that we are missing when interacting online only? Follow us on this journey and notice what questions or answers open up for you. It's a little fascinating how, you know how they save, I don't know if it's the best analogy, when a man man meets a woman and he's attracted and you know how they say that the woman uh, has pheromones coming out of the hair and that's why women are shorter because men can sense that. What it made, makes me think is that is that chemistry, that our bodies actually, it's not only that the heart, for example, has an electromagnetic field, so we do give out vibrations. Uh, our voice is actually a vibration. I wonder if the, the technology that comes in between us, the computer, the Technically, we are still getting everything from an informational data level. There's this huge thing that's missing. I think it's just the the proof that being next to someone physically, it just does something. Maybe we cannot express it right now, but it, 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 and I'm not just talking about, like I said, it's not necessarily the hugging, but just being in the same room and and not having anything in between. I don't know what it is, but it's funny. It just makes me think that, that, that there is definitely something. I mean, there, there's one thing that, that science know, knows by now. So that's the mirror neurons. When your body and my body are in one room, our bodies pick up uh, on the emotionality and how we're doing. So, th- so they have made this experiment with children like when when babies see another baby cry then they start crying they just discovered or named it mirror neurons you're mirroring the other person's emotions you're just bouncing off of and 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 you do this on a very instinctual very intuitive level so there's no no brain involved when my body gets excited then your body, like when my body produces panic or anxiety, whatever, because of those mirror neurons, your body will pick up on the signal and then gets excited and gets into panic mode as well. Oh, I remember we were talking about it maybe in one of our first uh, discussions as part of the crisis log uh, when you were talking about uh, panic and anxiety and how Oh, it, your point was what can I do in a time of crisis and it was stay calm because you can be the source of panic yeah and I, and, and I can so, and, and as soon as I calm myself down the other body picks up on that and, and then can calm down as well these are the, the factors and the effects that we know about and especially now with these with like everything being online, 
we might realize that something else, something substantially is missing when the bodies are not in one room. And I can say that for, for coachings, like, of course I do, and I have done before online coachings. I mean, I, I do have clients all over the world. So um, often that, that's the only possibility to, to meet them online. And, and I'm um, highly sensitive, so I can get a lot of information when, when I hear people and then even more when I see them. And yet there is still something that's different when I have the person in when when I have the person in the room, when I'm with them in one room, physically in one room. Then I get even more information that's that's vital in a in a coaching process. You know how I feel it and I know it might sound a little weird because we've been talking a lot. We're we're even doing this using technologies. So we can actually just use ourselves as an example. This is how I feel it. I acknowledge all the good parts. The, I'm so happy we can actually exchange the ideas. I cannot help but feeling that there's actually a third person with us. Even though it's not a person, it's my laptop. I don't feel the coziness. The coziness, the intimacy, that it, it's, it's just not there. I know you by now and I, I care deeply for you, so that is there. But as far as the here and now feeling, no matter what I do, it's still, it's still not there. And when you talk about the coffee shop, and it just sounds dreamy. It's like, yeah, even, even the smell of the coffee while, while talking is still, although I have this here, I am aware that you cannot smell that, that this is not getting to you. So it's really interesting how, for me, it's almost like, like a, big brother like something else that's really cold coming in between us because the machine is, is something rigid and cold to me um, i can make a lot of sense of uh, what i'm hearing from you it's um that there's a coldness I, I, I like that i would not have been able to to name it like this the other thing that that really got to me was about what what is missing is I mean right now what I'm seeing is that a lot a lot a lot of artists are putting their art like their music theaters and and movies and a lot of artists in in places like movie theaters over here putting their work online respectively streaming streaming the movies and streaming theater and ballet and opera the other day I was reading an article from an Austrian theater critic and and he said stop streaming stop putting your work online because it's hurting you you're, you're not getting any money from it and theater and concerts and and live performance lives from being in the moment being with the people in one room and performing for these people and i read this article and i was like Yes, 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 yes. This was he. He put in, into words what I felt when when I saw that so many artists are going online, and I was like, yeah, on one hand this is really cool, but on the other hand something's wrong there. Something is 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 missing when we just put it out there 
because it's when when you're in a theater in, in your live concert then it's happening with you while you're watching it so it, it's a it's a community even being in the movie theater with i don't know 100 other people that is that is the experience usually when you upload something online you cannot make it go away so it will just stay there so if it's something unique you are also giving something away of your of yourself that you can never really you don't own it anymore that's what i'm i'm trying to say it's almost like you don't own it anymore it will always be locked in this in the cloud whatever so even that knowing that it's just there it takes away from the what you were saying the the live experience the here and now and what we were saying about the the energy and sharing this in one in one room there's nothing like seeing a, a people on stage performing or singing um opera house let's say full of people i mean you cannot reproduce that energy just by looking at a video no matter how much you try we again i'm not trying to take away from the benefits of it it's still better than nothing but what we were trying to figure out is what is it that that we feel so much that it's missing and i almost feel like this is um this is a good thing in a way this is a good thing because it's making us see uh understand these things seeing them it's a big lesson of what can happen of how how we are stripped of a big chunk of humanity in my opinion i it, it's this coldness i feel like if we experience it for too long it's just taking away from from what makes us human i think i couldn't agree more and it's it's interesting that we are able to experience this now because in to this extreme like in our normal life we would have never been able to experience it to this extreme like that everything goes online i mean everything and that this online is is like a like a life thread that is connecting us now because that's all, all we have now all we have is online and video and telephone all our you know, it feels like all our lives have been been moved and shifted shifted into into the online world i think only now can we appreciate what we lose through this and appreciate what we gain but also feel and sense what we what we are losing and and the the coldness that it has of course we we need technology it's part of us and i hope it will continue making our lives easier and easier i hope i'll get the hairdresser robot at some point even though that's not good news for hairdressers so maybe not <laughs> we don't want to take away I, your I jobs <laughs> I, i love my hairdresser i, I mean, know I, right? i actually have two so i love both of them so i i would not i'm i'm missing them not not only because of my hair but i i miss them in person to to go there and to chat and to relax relax for an hour or two and, and then and the also the the guy who sells my cosmetic cosmetic i just miss him you know the, these are like the, those those little island 
benefits of uh, self-care. It's not the same. Of course, I can buy my products online, but it's not the same. It's not the same. Or going to the to the coffee house and then then you have you have a little chat with the waiter. You know um, that that is that by itself is is the value. Or go to the supermarket and have a little chat with the cashier. That by itself is the value. So maybe maybe this is uh, sh- really showing us something. Maybe we would have never made this. Um, and I'm talking about you and me right now. I, obviously, we cannot speak for the rest of the world. I probably would have not realized how important this is. And I mean, as much as I value technology, for me, from now on, it's just technology. It's not, it cannot uh, replace it just has its role, it has its place, but and it's very efficient and useful in the work that I do, and I know it's for you as well. Obviously, we all have a computer in the house, but it's just that. I do realize you still have three weeks of um, isolation, and we will be forced to make great use of technologies, but at least now we know something right <laughs> at least now we understand these are just tools and maybe even more we look forward to to having that that coffee in person and maybe doing a podcast in a coffee shop in vienna sometime this year <laughs> i i like that idea and and i'm really looking forward because this has been for me and together with you, because it helps me to talk with you to, to realize actually my realizations. This has been such an interesting journey, really, like in the lockdown here and, and what it, how it affects me and then to compare it with, with your experiences. So I'm looking really forward what we will discover next week and what kind of development we will have gone through in order to then discover what we don't know yet. So I like that. Thank you for being a part of Madhu's journey, exploring the implications the COVID-19 crisis is prompting in us and in our society every day. As the social distancing continues, you may notice new shifts in your behavior, different from the previous day. We are grateful to make use of technologies, yet you may sense a coldness brought by this assisted communication. But ultimately, does it matter? Is it so important to interact in person, or as long as things get done and communication happens, everything is okay? We encourage you to answer these questions or come up with new ones, and to also share your thoughts with Medu directly by emailing her at medu at einsiedler.at or leave your feedback on her social media on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Until our next episode, be well, stay in, and make the most of your indoor time.